Welcome to Black Girl News, the podcast, a podcast that shares the stories of black women to the masses. And now your host, Leah Gordon. It was tears and an outpouring of emotion for 21-year-old Jasmine Dunbar. That was my baby. She's the youngest of all of us. A valley mom who was at the center of a search, which unfortunately ended in tragedy. Police believed a burnt body found in the valley is the missing mom. Jasmine Dunbar was from Phoenix, Arizona and lived in Avondale. The 21-year-old went to Millennial High School and graduated in 2015. After graduating, Jasmine studied massage therapy at Arizona School of Massage Therapy. According to her Facebook, her favorite quote is, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. She was a beautiful person inside and out. She was known for her infectious smile and lively personality by those around her. She loved life, you know what I'm saying? She just loved life. She was always laughing. She was always happy. She just was really a sweet person. Like, she really cared about everybody. Like, she was just a really good-hearted person. She was also a young mother who would do anything for her seven-month-old daughter, Ariel. Although Jasmine was described as outgoing and compassionate, her friends also stated she kept certain aspects of her life private. She kept her life very private. Which later angered many. According to Jasmine's godmother, whom she shared an apartment with, Jasmine had planned to meet with 20-year-old Antoine, her ex-boyfriend, Tuesday evening, March 6, 2018. And that was the last day she was ever heard from or seen again. According to police, this woman was last seen leaving a home in this area off of 51st Avenue. About an hour later, the child was found alone in a car seat. And tonight, the mother of the missing woman is asking anybody with information to come forward and talk to police. On March 6, 2018 at 9 p.m., Jasmine and her seven-month-old daughter, Ariel, met up with Antoine for a paternity test. According to Phoenix Police Sergeant, the paternity of the child was quote-unquote in question. Before leaving the home, she was able to tell her godmother she loved her and she'll be back soon. I love her, and she went out the door. And I'll talk to you later when you get back, but she ain't never come back. After picking Jasmine and her baby up around 9 p.m., an hour later, just before 10 p.m., police received a welfare call about an infant left alone on the side of the road. And according to police documents, her temperature was 49 degrees. It was about 49 degrees. We have a seven-month-old infant just abandoned in a car seat in a dark area along the roadway. Um, what could have happened to that baby on top of it? That's where we have a lot of concerns. The infant was identified as Jasmine's seven-month-old daughter, Ariel. Along with her baby was an adult shoe, diaper bag, backpack, and a wallet containing Jasmine's ID. After the police verified that it was Jasmine's belongings, the police contacted her godmother and she was reported missing that night. They were notified that the last person she was with was Antoine, which hurt her family deeply. What's wrong? Where is my daughter? Where is my daughter? Because she wouldn't leave her baby, so where is she? If you had a child and your child was missing, wouldn't you want somebody to come and tell you about where your child is at? I don't, I don't want to think like that, but they, they have not found her. On the side of a street, 
No. Jasmine will bring Ariel. If Jasmine wants to go somewhere or do something, I keep Ariel. I have a whole bunch of concerns about he was the last person with my daughter. Where, where, where is my daughter at? Be honest. Where's my daughter at? What happened to my daughter? Why is she not with her baby? Why is her baby on the side of the street? When investigators called in Antoine, he claimed he picked up Jasmine and her baby, then dropped them off after they had a disagreement, which was furthest from the truth. After applying pressure, Antoine then told investigators his version of the truth. He told them that him and Jasmine had a disagreement in the car, which led to him punching her in the face several times. He says he pushed her out of the car at a field near Camelback and 107th Avenue. He said she was still alive when he drove away with the baby in the back seat. He then went to drop the baby off on a nearby street. The reason he felt comfortable to drop the baby off there is because he claimed he saw people nearby and believed they would take care of her. According to records, when he returned back to Jasmine, she was dead. He told police he put a piece of paper on her, dosed her with gasoline, and used a cigarette to set her alight. He said he watched her body burn and the fire went out on its own. Where also allegedly told police that he did go back to the area where he dropped off the infant, but he saw police, got scared, and went back to his girlfriend's house. During his interview, police noted they had no signs of being attacked, hit, or harmed during their alleged disagreement. Police say they gathered enough evidence, including a gasoline can by the body, to obtain a probable cause warrant for Antoine's arrest. Police then used cell phone records to locate where Jasmine's phone had been, and through that, they were able to find a partially burnt body they believed to be Jasmine. Antoine's bond was set for $1 million. He was held in jail on a plethora of charges, including first-degree murder, kidnapping, body abandonment, and child abuse. So your name and your date of birth? Antoine Trayvon Ware, date of birth 06-12-1997. Thank you. Can I get appearances, please? Scott Wolfram for the state, Your Honor. Thank you. Amy Kalman and Eleanor Knowles on behalf of Mr. Ware, who is present and in custody. Thank you. Sir, you are here on a new case out of Superior Court. The counts are one count of murder in the first degree, a class one felony, one count of kidnapping, a class two felony, one count of child or vulnerable adult abuse, a class two felony, and one count of abandoning or concealing dead body parts, a class five felony. Does the state wish to be heard at all on probable cause at this time? Your Honor, the uh, state has uh, uh, significant concerns about the subject's uh, flight risk, uh, safety to other witnesses in this matter and uh, to the community based on the facts that have been provided in the probable cause statement. Uh, it's self-explanatory in terms of uh, the nature of the allegations uh, before the subject. State's requesting a million-dollar secured appearance bond in this matter. Okay, thank you. We'll get to that in a moment. The court is appointing the Public Defender's Office to represent you, Mr. Ware. You have a status conference on March 15th at 8.30 and a preliminary hearing on March 19th at 8.45. Both of those are at 175 West Madison. Do you wish to be heard on release conditions at this time? Yes, Your Honor. There's nothing in the uh, Form 4 that would indicate there is any threats or danger to any witnesses. Uh, there's no indication 
that Mr. Ware has any failures to appear or any criminal history of any kind. Additionally, Mr. Ware is employed. He is an electrician with Tempar Electricity. He is a high school graduate. And he has, as I said, no criminal history of any kind. He also has substantial local ties with a mother, brother, father, and aunt, all living in Phoenix. Okay. Anything else from either party? No, Your Honor. The court is going to set a secured appearance bond in the amount of $1 million. Mr. Ware, if you post that bond, you will be on pretrial supervision with electronic ankle monitoring. You may not return to the scene of the crime. No contact with any of the victims or next of kin in this case. No contact with any of the witnesses or officers. No weapons. No drugs without a valid prescription. And no alcohol. Is there anything else that I need to address from either party at this time? Your Honor, have you found probable cause on all of the charges? Yes, I have. Did you wish to be heard on probable cause? Your Honor, I would like to note that there is no indication of any premeditation or premeditation-style action in the Form 4. The entirety of the State's evidence as to Mr. Ware's alleged involvement comes from statements he's made to police, none of which back up any premeditation or possibility of premeditation. Mr. Wolfram, do you wish to address that or no? Your Honor, I believe the probable cause statement is clear as to the nature of the actions that took place here. The court does find sufficient probable cause for all four counts at this time. Anything additional from either party? No, Your Honor, and I don't really question the appointment of the Public Defender's Office. I don't know if that's Defense Counsel's claim. Are you from the Public Defender's Office? Oh, I'm sorry. Very good. I misunderstood that part. Thank you. Anything additional? Nothing, Your Honor. Okay. From counsel? Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you. Sir, please step to the right. You're going to sign for your paperwork at this time, okay? Although this crime happened in 2018, according to Arizona County's inmate database, Antoine is yet to be sentenced for his charges. His next court appearance is April 23, 2021. Close to the area where she was found, her friends and family gathered to release balloons in the air and to remember Jasmine. One, two, three. Her family and friends promised to make sure that her daughter grows up to be as loving as she was, as well as to know how loving her mother was. This is just going to be hard for her baby because her baby ain't going to remember her mom. That her mom was a brutal person. Her mom was full of life. Her mom loved her. I know that her life is going to be fine because our family has pulled together for her. But I'm thinking, like, I'm going to have to tell her this one day, you know? And that scares me to death. Her family is left with so many questions, like why? Why did this happen? I don't think we're going to recover. You know, it's going to take a whole lot of time. It's going to take a lot of time. I want to tell him, you really messed up her life. You ruined her life. You ended her life. You messed up her daughter's life. Honest to God, I thought I would die before all of my kids. I never thought I would feel this, ever. I'm scared she must have been. Like, she had to be, like, scared out of her mind, thinking, you got my daughter. Why would you go back? To kill her? What? For what? Because she asked you to take a DNA test? This story is very sad and unfortunate. 
My thoughts and prayers are going out to her friends and family. It's very upsetting that the police have all this evidence and is taking this long for this man to be sentenced. You guys, let me know your thoughts and your opinions about this case. Please remember this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so I plan to post at least two to three videos weekly on domestic violent cases, old or new. Please be respectful in the comments and please check on your loved ones. Love you guys.